Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. And we are going to spend the next half hour catching up on the economy with John Carney, Breitbart News Editor, Economics and Finance, and co-author of the Breitbart Business Digest. Uh, first of all, John, happy Thanksgiving. And we're both Thanks, back from Larry. vacation. Yes, indeed. We're both, we've both arrived uh, just in time for Thanksgiving. All right, just in time for Thanksgiving. So, John, let's... Um, actually, I had one thing that I wanted to go through. Uh, the Biden sent out this wonderful MAGA alert. Did you see this? The MAGA alert on the economy where they said, I'm looking for it in my notes here, that the inflation rate has really come down. And if you meet any crazy MAGA people for Thanksgiving, <laughs> you should tell them that the inflation rate has come way down. The trouble is, John, um, let's see, the cost of a classic Thanksgiving dinner is up 30% uh, over 2020. Let's see, turkey up 41%, pumpkin pie up 31%, a gallon of milk up 21%, uh, veggie tray, one pound veggie tray up 23%, uh, rolls up 44%. Now, in fairness, cranberries are down 22%, and I think eggs are down, although it's not on this list. I'm not sure where I got this. Oh, yeah, this is from the American Farm Bureau Federation. Right. So they your put point this list every year and they were very <laughs> explicit this year to say yes prices have come down from the crazy levels we saw last year on a lot of items but nowhere near enough to bring them down to where they were pre Biden administration we're still up a you know tremendous amount so nobody you know if you're paying two percent less for your turkey than you did last year nobody's going to feel that feel very good about that because you're paying 30 percent than you did three years ago right <laughs> this is not the normal kind of inflation that we're used to seeing and so people are still experiencing sticker shock when they try to you know fill the table for thanksgiving and um overall the cpi is up uh, 17% from February of 2021, the first month of Biden in office. Uh, groceries up 20%. Gasoline up, I don't know, 35%. Gasoline was about $2 a gallon at the end of 2020. So it's come right. down from the peak of five, but it's still running about, I think, nationwide, John, about three and a half bucks, isn't it? Yeah, and look, this is one of the things that the Biden administration keeps trying to do is they focus on a month of good data. They say, oh, look, no, things, you know, inflation came down a lot. Inflation has slowed down. Go home and tell your family inflation slowed down. 
I really hope nobody actually took that advice because <laughs> if you sit down at your mother or your aunt or uncle or your cousin's table and tell them that they're just imagining how much they spent to feed you, that everything's really cheaper, don't they know? I think that's going to be a little bit of a, of a contentious Thanksgiving meal. Um, the truth is that things are more expensive. Um, that when you ha- and this is one of the big problems with inflation. When you get a bout of inflation that runs up to nine percent, uh, you know, ten percent, twenty percent for food, you it takes a long time to recover from that because the prices don't drop down. What ends up happening is even if you get normal inflation for several years, prices won't feel normal for even longer than that because you had these giant jumps that we had when Biden got into office. Well, that's right. They shouldn't have let the cat out of the bag in the first place. Now they're paying for that. Your point, uh, one of your uh, recent uh, Breitbart Business Digest, you're saying Americans are still worried about inflation. In fact, in the Michigan Consumer Sentiment Survey, inflation expectations actually gone up, not down. A lot. They've gone up by a lot, which is uh, very concerning because, remember, people behave in ways if they expect inflation that actually can help contribute to inflation. One thing they do is they engage in preemptive buying, because if you're worried the price of something is going to be 4.5 percent higher a year from now, you better buy it now. So what happens, that increases the demand and actually encourages the inflation and then the same thing happens with wages. When you expect all the prices to go up by 5% rather than 2%, you hit your boss up for a uh, you know, bigger wage, which then gives you more spending power, which then allow, you know, encourages the inflation. So it should be very concerning. I haven't seen enough stories about this um, apart from at Breitbart Business Digest where people are saying something is going on. People were expecting just 3.2% inflation as recently as this summer. Why has this changed so dramatically uh, over the last few months? Why has it changed? I mean, <laughs> I thought inflation was dead. I thought the Biden slayed inflation. Remember, John, Joe Biden cut the federal budget deficit by $1.7 trillion. Oops. <laughs> right. Oops. Well, I think people are concerned about a few things. One, they can see how high home prices are and that raising interest rates didn't lower home prices. So that's probably playing a role here. I also think that people are worried the Fed has now stopped raising rates. Mm. And now I'm not saying that when the University of Michigan calls people, they say, yeah, they should have, you know, people in their mind are thinking they should have raised another quarter of a point. But the Fed has backed off. They said, okay, we're done raising rates. They have another meeting this year. Nobody thinks they're going to raise in December. Um, They're probably not going to raise. And now all the talk is, you know, will they cut in May or June or July? But a cut is coming. So I think the public senses, wait, we haven't defeated inflation. We haven't gotten to where inflation needs to be, but we're already talking about cutting interest rates. And that could cause, you know, pro-inflation. Plus, I think everybody knows the Biden administration is going to attempt to propose some sort of big spending plans mm-hmm. in order to try to buy off votes as we go into this election year. Oh, they are in a panic. Biden is unpopular. They're going to try to come up with every way they can to try to convince people to vote for Biden uh, with checks, right, with more money to them. That's a good point, John. Actually, there hasn't been anything written about that, but you're right. That's a very good point. They will try to buy as many votes as they can with a bloated budget once again. 
which could put more pressure on inflation. But back to your other point, the big story in the Wall Street Journal this morning, Fed wants more evidence uh, before they change their rate stance. So sort of like the bond market's getting ahead of itself again. <laughs> That's right. This I feel like we have had this very discussion a number of times. Yeah. The Fed has tried to send the message, look, we're not going, unless we get a lot more evidence that shows that inflation is steadily going down to 2%. So that means not one month, not two months, probably not even three months. I think they want to see you know a steady path for six months. If they see that, then fine. They might say, okay, maybe we can back off a little bit. Wall Street just thinks, no, that's it. Like We're already there. We're going to start cutting. Uh, so Wall Street is, in a sense, ahead of the Fed when it comes to rate cuts. Wall Street has definitely moved on beyond rate hikes. And there is a danger. I'm not saying it's a, it's a big danger. I think the Fed is very hesitant to raise rates further. But I think there's a danger if we get a couple hot prints in inflation next year, like once we get past all these holidays, they always create a little chaos in the CPI data. Once we get past all this, if we get in March, April, May, some hot CPI data coming in, I think the Fed may feel pressure to raise rates, and that's going to send panic through the market because nobody has that built in to their prices. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority PriorityGoldGuide.com. Right. You know, um, another reason why Bidenomics is so unpopular besides prices is borrowing rates, right? So you've got mortgage rates. They're maybe off the highs, but they're still close to 8%. Credit card rates, John, auto loan rates, all that stuff has gone up a lot in the last two years. Absolutely. I had a friend who told me actually just over this Thanksgiving weekend that he went to go buy a car and he knew that mortgage rates were up, but he didn't realize how much the auto loan rates were going to be. And what he was present, you know, he had bought his last car back in 2019. So what he was presented in terms of financing uh, was shocking to him. He would said, OK, I can't buy a car right now because the, and I think that really does make people feel pretty bad because, you know, all the big stuff, you know, houses, uh, cars, even major appliances, uh, you know, get financed. And when the financing starts to cost a lot more, you have to buy fewer of them. I mean, this is actually how monetary policy works. Mm -hmm. It's trying to make it more expensive for people to buy these things, trying to get them to maybe decide not to. But that, de- that makes people feel bad about the economy because something they wanted, something they feel they could have afforded just a couple of years ago is now out of reach. So, of course, uh, and whether that's because of high prices or because of interest rates, of course, they're going to feel bad about the economy. So you've got mortgage rates running upwards of eight. You've got car loans, I think, running around nine. Uh, what about credit card rates? Credit card rates are like 25, 30 percent. Yeah, credit card rates are through the roof. Um, 
now is not a very good time to run a balance on a credit card. Everybody should do everything they can to avoid doing that. Um, and we, you know, if the rates stay that high, right now we have a cushion because unemployment's very low. If unemployment starts to tick up, you're going to end up in a messy situation where people with high credit card bills will be, you know, lose their jobs, be unable to afford to keep those credit card bills going, and then we'll we'll see some rising delinquencies. We actually haven't seen that many so far. There is a rise if you look at the total number, but um, there's a lot. Of, there's also a lot more credit card debt out there. But we really, as long as the unemployment stays very low, delinquencies on credit card rates will stay pretty low. But if the uh, labor market starts to crack, then look out, you're going to see a lot more people defaulting on credit card bills. So you have to wonder, um, uh, in the Business Digest, you, you covered the big drop in durable goods orders, uh, which just came out for October, minus 5.4% excluding defense was even worse, minus 6.7%. Uh, Non-defense capital goods orders, ex-aircraft, uh, fell slightly for the each of the last two months. And John, the other one is going back to the industrial production report. Uh, business equipment spending continues to decline. And I guess, what did I read? Um, housing starts was that right down eight straight months or nine straight months so what's the read on the economy yes yeah, so, th- so th- that's very bad news particularly this durable goods x aircraft and x defense uh that is you know a proxy for business investment in the economy and it's falling uh, it's not clear how prolonged that will be but it does seem like Businesses, you know, entered October weary about what was going to happen over the, you know, businesses aren't just thinking over the next month, they're thinking over the next year. So they are, even though officially, you know, the recession for 2024 has largely come out of expectations. When you see these business investment numbers, uh, you do have to start to worry, why are they pulling back? What are they, what do they see happening? And I think what they're, I think what they're worried about is that the high demand may, uh, the high interest rates may start to sap demand. Right. And that is, that's the softness we're seeing uh, going into next year. And I mean, that's one reason I'm very worried about the Biden administration announcing some sort of giant spending plan. Mm. Because if the economy is weakening early next year, uh, they're going to want to do something. Right. They are not going to want to go into November with a soft economy. Frankly, you don't want to go into May with a soft economy because people have memories. They were, you know, you can fix yeah. things by November and it wouldn't help. So look for mid-year Biden administration to announce a crazy deficit spending plan oh, that will, try, that. you know, that will send money out. In I can't wait, votes. John. Let me take a break. We'll come right back. Uh, we're talking to John Carney of Breitbart. He's the author or co-author of the Breitbart Business Digest, All Things Economy. I want to talk about the, um, by the way, it was existing home sales are down eight straight months, 19 out of the last 21 months. I'm Kudlow. We'll be right back with Carney. Stick around, folks. This is the Larry Kudlow Show.
Now, back to the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. We're talking all things economy with John Carney, Breitbart News Editor of Economics and Finance and co-author of the Breitbart Business Digest. John, when we left it off, um, uh, existing home sales down eight straight months, down 19 in the last 21 months. The other data point was interesting. Um, the leading, uh, the index of leading indicators, I think down 19 straight months, which is surely a recession indicator, even though people have stopped talking about recession. And I would add that the yield curve is uh, still very much inverted, another traditional recession indicator. Uh, and last, uh, the um, Atlanta Fed GDP tracker is 2.1% for the fourth quarter. It was four, the actual was 4.9 in Q3. So what about these um, forward indicators? I mean, no one's talking recession anymore. Is recession off the table? I don't think it is. Uh, I think people see how strong we were last year and think that that's going to carry through. I think that's actually a mistake. I think that there is a danger of a recession uh, that uh, that could happen next year. The, like you said, the index of leading indicators has been, you know, got worse again. It, it had started to show some improvement, but it just keeps getting worse and worse. That thing is definitely back in recession uh, territory. I would say, and you know, they, they combine all of these things. Maybe we get through it. Maybe we don't have a recession, but it's very rare that that would happen. Um, things like the existing home sales are down in large part because if you sell your home now, you're basically trading into a higher mortgage. If mm. so, you you know you you have your four percent mortgage. You go try to buy your new smaller home, maybe a retirement home. Your kids graduated from college or out of the house. You, you buy your home, and now you're paying more even for a smaller home. That's actually that causes a lot of uh, a low level of sales, and then of course, would be buyers are intimidated by the rates and they don't want to buy. So there's very low levels of sales. That actually can also cause some economic friction. Because people who are more or less trapped in their lower rate mortgage can't move to, say, take a better job. So you actually end up with some economic inefficiency being caused by the fact that everybody's more or less stuck in place by the fact that they have, you know, they all financed into mortgages at three or four percent. And now the best thing they can get is seven, you know, to eight percent. So that's going to be a problem going forward next year. I I think we're not we're not going to be in a recession in the fourth quarter of this year. I don't see one developing in the first quarter, but I think the middle of next year is where things get a little bit risky, um, and the economy may finally start to run out of steam. It'll be particularly risky if inflation stays high, and the Fed has to make it clear that they're going to have to return to raising rates. Which right now, again, that is so far out of people like that will come that will blindside people if it happens and i think right now i'm not saying it's definitely going to happen but the market is just pretending it's impossible for inflation to come back up and yet you know we have the the university of michigan consumer numbers saying no inflation is going to come back mm. so i would not I, I i think the bond traders uh after being stung last year by by foreseeing a recession that didn't happen this year are risking being stung 
by assuming that no recession can happen. All right. Well, we wait for supply side policies, lower taxes, <laughs> deregulation, and a sound dollar. But we'll wait a little while longer. John Carney, Maybe 2025. Yes, 2025. John Carney of Breitbart, thank you ever so much. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. Other side of the break, we're going to talk some politics with Roger Stone. I'm Kudlow. We'll be right back. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.